You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, what other factors beyond the bottom line you can use to measure your success in business? Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste. Have you ever wondered if there's more to business success than just profit margins and revenue? Well, so stick around because we are going to be diving into a world where success is not just about the numbers. And if this is your first time joining us, I am Gloria Grace, the Light Messenger and holistic business guide. And I'm looking forward to this conversation today, and I hope you are as well, because I feel as as important as profit margins are, there really is more to growing a business than just that. And in fact, one of the things I wanted to talk about today is uh, the myth about business that it is strictly about making money. And it's certainly, you know, you, as my as my husband would drill into me, if you aren't making money, you don't have a business. And that's true. And I also believe that a successful business needs to be one that aligns with your personal values and that also brings you a sense of sense of fulfillment. So let's talk about this a little bit. Let's let's talk about how do we focus on this or, or what types of things should we focus on when it comes to having a successful business if we're going to look at things in addition to. So it's not it's not instead of, but it is in addition to the bottom line. <laughs> you know, what other things are there? What I feel is there are three three key components to this that we that we're going to talk about today. So the first is customer loyalty, the second is social impact, and then the third is employee satisfaction. And I'm just thinking about this as as I was preparing for this this episode today, and I, I'm I have a thought about this. I'm going to make a note because it's when we talk about employee satisfaction because I. I'm not going to give it away right now, but I just had had a thought about this, so I'm I'm just I just got inspired. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go. Let's talk about customer loyalty first, because let's face it, <laughs> without customers, you really don't have a business. You've got to be able to make sales, right? And we all want to be able to have more customers in our business or clients. If you're a service provider. You certainly want to be able to, you know, continue to have a good stream of new clients coming into your business. Although, as you may or may not know, if you've been in business for a while, you 
probably have realized is that it often is more cost effective to actually keep a client, keep clients happy, having, you know, striving for repeat business from a client rather than spending the money to acquire a new one. Because in fact, I've done some research on this and they say that acquiring a new acquiring a new customer can actually cost five times more than the cost of just retaining an existing customer. Also, even more important is that by continuing to sell your products or services to your existing customers, doing that help and increasing that can actually just, if you increase it by just 5%, your profits can nearly double. I mean, they can certainly increase by at least 25%, but also could almost double. And that's a pretty cool thing when you think about it. So it really behooves you to keep those existing clients happy. And the way to do that, there's there's lots of different ways that you can do that. You can use things like loyalty programs. You can offer exclusive, well, offer exclusive offers, <laughs> you know, uh, discounts, let's say, maybe on, on your products or services to encourage your customers to buy from you again and again. And and actually, I devoted a whole episode of this podcast to the subject of client retention a couple of months ago. So if you are, whether you're a regular subscriber, if you're a regular subscriber, hopefully you listen to that. But if you're brand new to the podcast, I encourage you to go check that one out and find out you know, more about what I, I, I talked about in that one. So because I don't want to go through the whole thing all over again, but you could certainly do that. And uh, so and in fact, you can either go to my website, you can go to well, you can go to live, love, engage podcast.com, where you can find that or you can also find us on YouTube as well. So let's talk about the next success metric. And that one is about social impact. So what does that look like? What is social impact? Well, it can be something like, let's say, a, a company sells solar panels. Well, that is helping to promote renewable energy since they're harnessing the sun as opposed to using electricity or well, the, harnessing the power of the sun to generate electricity as opposed to other ways that we go about doing that. Or maybe a business that sells organic produce is also helping to to support sustainable agriculture. Now, why why is this a good thing, or why how how is this helpful in being a being a way to gauge success in your business? Well, when you are having a having an impact this way and and showing actual social responsibility, it actually benefits your business in a lot of different ways. It can help produce a more productive and positive work environment for your employees. It can certainly help improve customers' perception of your brand if they see that you are going out of your way to do something good for our world in addition to whatever product or service you're selling. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. It can even help your bottom line, actually, because again, when you've got happy employees, that means you're not 
having to spend money on turnover, you know, constantly looking for new employees because people are leaving your company. And oftentimes customers are willing to pay more for products from a socially responsible brand. So that's how it can benefit you. And so how do we determine like the return on investment <laughs> ROI from doing doing this type of having a social impact in in the world from your business? Well, you can you can focus on a couple of different outcomes. So one is called evaluative. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. I, th I think so. Evaluative <laughs> social ROI. That's where you kind of look at things retrospectively and it's you examine the outcomes that have already taken place. And certainly that could be something as simple as just looking at your bottom line, seeing are the things that you put in place to have a social impact, have they resulted in more more sales for your company and and are your profits going up as a result of that? You can also look at what's called forecast, S-R-O-I, social return on investment. And that's where you can actually predict how much social value will be created if the activities you're planning actually meet their intended outcomes. I'm not going to go into whole much, whole much. <laughs> I'm not going to go into a great deal of detail in this. You can go to the internet, Google it for yourself and, and learn about it. But I, I will tell you, there's, there's lots of companies out there that are doing this type of work in the world and, and that are endeavoring to have a social impact, that have social responsibility. And I forgot to write down some of these companies in, in my notes, but I know I was looking at, there's one company Oh, I know why. I, I couldn't necessarily see the, I wasn't able to find out some information on actually their bottom line, you know, seeing, because I think a lot of these companies are private, so you can't necessarily find out what impact they're having. But just to give you an example, one of the companies I was looking at, they have an app where people are able to find out when food at a grocery store is getting ready to be expired. And what happens is a lot of times grocery stores will just throw out food when it reaches its sell-by date. And what this app is helping people to do, especially those on that are on low income, is you can go in, they've, they've created deals with different supermarkets that will let you know that this is when these products are going on sale and you can get them at a discount because they're just about getting ready to be thrown out anyway. And so they've cut the prices on them. And I thought that was pretty cool. And it's it's in the United States and Canada. And I, I want to, I'm not going to tell you the name of it. You know, I'll put it in the show notes because I don't remember the name and I don't want to get it mixed up and, and, and give you the wrong information. But that was just one example. And again, you can go online and find out what companies are doing that. And perhaps there are companies even that you not only will want to em emulate as a business owner, but then also you might want to consider 
buying from them because perhaps they do align with your own personal uh, uh, values. So that's something to consider. The third metric that we can use when we're focusing in on business success, in addition to, of course, our lovely bottom line of profits and sales, is employee satisfaction. And here was the idea that I had just as we were starting this episode, because as it, it came to pass in my mind here, especially because I'm thinking that if you are a small business owner who doesn't have a whole lot of employees right now, maybe you just have a virtual assistant, or maybe you're still a solo business owner. Well, it's not only good to have your employees be happy and engaged in what you do, but you also better remember to have you. <laughs> you are your number one employee because you're the person who started this company. And if you, you know, they're all saying, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Well, if you as a business owner isn't happy with your business, then nobody's going to be happy either. So it starts right with you making sure that you are still happy and engaged with your business. And then also seeing that if you do have employees, that they are going to be happy and engaged because when they do, they're going to be more productive. They're going to be more efficient. And if they are fully invested, and I don't necessarily mean monetarily, but if they are fully invested in the vision that you have for your business, then they're going to do everything they can to help you succeed. And it's really as simple as that. So you can encourage this by keeping lines of communication open, by providing opportunities for training, whether it's training that you provide or maybe you give, maybe you have a way of offering them outside training. And an example, I'll, I'll share a personal example for um, my, um, my son's fiance is working for a company and they are, I believe, I don't, I may have this wrong, but my, my understanding was, is that they're helping to pay for her education to get, to get a, a, a master's degree. I think they are helping her in that, but I know other companies will do this. They'll, they'll help pay for this. And actually now I'm just thinking of it on my own. When I used to work in television many years ago, when I worked for the nightly business report on public television is that they paid for me to do outside training. I took, I, I know I've taken different courses or I went to uh, seminars to improve my skills, which benefited the company, which benefited the station because I was learning how to do different things that would help me in my position at the company. So doing things like that is really great. And of course, in this day and age when we're We've been hearing so much about the great resignation where people are, a lot of employees have not been happy with having to go back to work in the in an office after COVID and, and people got used to working from home. So maybe you can, if, if this is something that your business can do, if you've got employees, if you can help make schedules flexible, give, give opportunities for people to perhaps continue to work from home and don't micromanage them, but certainly encourage encourage them, and you know, do this in a way that's going to promote a healthy 
work-life harmony, I like to say, rather than balance, and how you can also then gauge whether employees are satisfied or not is by conducting regular surveys of your employees, you know, ways to be able to gauge their satisfaction. You can have one-on-one meetings with people and, of course, you know, give constructive feedback in the, in the, uh, in the way of performance reviews, having a little brain fart there for a moment. <laughs> I'm being able to come up with the right word that I want to I share with you today. So all these things uh, can, can help you. And, and again, employee, you want to keep your employees happy, but also f- remember to focus in on you and make sure that you are also achieving a good balance or harmony in, in your work, working in the business, or actually I should say working on the business rather than so much in the business and being able to spend, give yourself time to be able to have a personal life. That's so important because if you find that you are spending all of your time on the business and you're not doing things, not being able to take a break, not having a vacation, not being able to work regular hours and you're working nonstop in your business and and it's already been I know at the beginning when you're first starting a business, you will put in a lot more hours. But if your business has been going for a few years, you don't need to be babysitting it quite that much anymore. And that's where you should be already having in some type of systems in place that streamline things. You should be having some staff working for you, whether it's on a part-time basis, virtually, in-person, what have you. But being able to do that so that that's going to keep you happy in your business. And that's how you're going to be able to then measure success beyond the bottom line. So that's ultimately what what we're here to do. So it's really about, it's about profit, it's about the people, and it's about your purpose for being in business. So Let's embrace a broader view of success. You know, it's not just it's just not just money. Money's important, but it's not the only thing. Absolutely not the only thing. So what one non-financial metric are you going to start tracking tracking in your business? I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on my website and go to GloriaGraceRand.com. You can also reach out on YouTube. And in fact, you can leave a comment on this episode and let me know what you think of it, what are, what you're doing to measure it. And, and do you even agree with me? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to put it out there too. Do you even agree with me? Is it is it smart? Do you think it makes sense to measure success beyond just focusing in on the bottom line. Do you, do you think it's worthwhile? So I am open to ideas. I'm open to your opinions. I would love to hear from you. Okay. I think I've covered most of the points that I want to cover with you today. So I'm going to do, I share one last thing with you. And this is something that I do every week when I do my solo episodes for the podcast. And that is 
sharing the gift of light language. And if this is your first time joining us, I'll share a little bit about what this is. And and I think this this is one of the ways that I have found to help me in my business, to help. It's a way of allowing me to practice self-care, which is uh, how I also show myself self-love, which I've also talked about on the show before. So check out those episodes. It is a type of energy healing modality that I have been able to use for myself as well as for my clients over the last few years. And it is something that I am able to transmit. I transmit it through the spoken word and through song, sometimes going back and forth, sometimes one, sometimes the other, just sort of depends on what spirit leads me. And that's, and it is, it is a, it's a message of love that comes through from higher dimensions, from angelic realms, from source, God, whatever you want to call it. But it is something that is absolutely healing because our voices are healing instruments. That This has been proven in science that when we are intoning things or, or just listening to music, it can be a very healing experience. So I invite you to listen with an open heart and mind. It's not necessarily something you're going to be able to translate for yourself, but it's something that will speak to your soul. It will speak to your heart. And I invite you to listen Make sure that you're in a place where you can perhaps close your eyes and, and totally focus in on what comes through. And I always, with this, when I'm sharing light language, I always set the intention that the message that you are going to receive is for your soul's highest good and the highest good of all concerned. And that's that's my that's my gift that the source is allowing me to share with you, and that's what I want to be able to do with you today. So that is what I'm offering for you. And uh, if you have been perhaps stressed over your business, give yourself this gift of taking a few minutes of a timeout and just, just relax and just be open to whatever you receive. あの子やった子ぶい子ねよと あ、こよとしゃ、こえとえたせ。おかよくしゃとたこや。へへこうや。こいやのこわてかそしゅわ。こやのけかこえ。こんなよとえなしや。
Hope you received that with the love that it was intended and hope that it helped you to uh, release whatever stress you might possibly be holding on to today. And if you ever are interested in learning more about light language, you can certainly reach out to me if you would like to have a one-on-one -on -one session. I offer those and and we'll spend a lot more time on addressing whatever is your particular challenge that you have right now. So I encourage you to go to engagewithgloria.com. That's E-N-G-A-G-E-W-I-T-H-G-L-O-R-I-A.com to schedule a call. You'll be taken right to my calendar, and I would love to be able to chat with you about this. And that's going to do it <laughs> for this edition of Live, Love, Engage. Again, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. Subscribe on YouTube and ring the bell so that you'll be notified when new episodes come out. And until we meet again, I encourage you to go out and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.